This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm still used to the countdown, I guess. Well, we don't need it anymore. I guess not. Until we do. Yeah, and I just fucked everything up. Cause that's what I do. Every time I'm about to start the podcast, (laughs) you start to speak. All right, I'm done. Go ahead. Hello, everybody, and welcome. To the Basement Booker's podcast that you just happen to be listen, listen, listening to. Okay, uh, it's me, Basement Chair, with Rich the Riz. You are Basement, Basement Chair with his best impression of Max Caster right there. Uh, yes, that's right, Rich the Riz. Uh, like, like I was trying to, I, I keep trying to get through the intro to the podcast, but I'm gonna try <laughs> one last time. Wait, that wasn't uh, it? No, because I wasn't. I wasn't you weren't finished. ready. I wasn't finished. <laughs> you interrupted it. I was, you know, I was like in the middle. No. I thought, so I, I thought we're going to keep. All right. So let's try this again. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Basement Bookers podcast. Basement Jerry here, along with Rich Riz. This is a wrestling podcast by wrestling fans. You know, nothing really super professional here. We're just a bunch of buddies for a long time doing this thing. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Magic, probably. Uh, check it out. Rich DeRiz has all the information, I guess. Um, I, I, I have some information. I know they're on hiatus until September. Great. So it's a good thing that I uh, did that then, I there guess. But get ready, because September is going to be the month after August. And it's never going to be the same until 2024, when once again, September will come after August. Be not, there. Be somewhere. But not in 2023? Not in 2023. Oh. We're having a leap year. Wow. A whole month removed. It's interesting. Yes. Um, none of that's real. None of that's true. I don't want anybody... <laughs> <laughs> to start emailing and panicking. There's enough crazy stuff going on in the world that I might be believable. You know, it's not it's not a lot of times where you could get a public service announcement in New York City about, hey, if it just so happens there's a nuclear attack, stay inside. Yeah, you know, you'll like, be safe in there. Because well, you'll be probably very slightly safer in there than elsewhere. No, Although, no, no, no. You have to be inside and under a desk. Yeah. Life has told me that it's not enough to be inside, that you must also be under a desk. Well, I think that's to protect your head from falling debris. Yeah, but you listen, I I got us here. And I'm, this is wrestling related because All right. Adam Baum was a wrestler. He was. And, he, and I just wanted to say, you don't want to survive. Okay? I know you think you do. But you do not want to be in, like, a post-nuclear apocalypse world. Why would you do that? Unless, of course, you are a freak and you already eat people. In which case, it's your time to shine. You know, it happened, you know, we came in and, you know, got rid of the Neanderthals with the exception of Von Wagner. And 
you know, maybe we'll be the next Neanderthals when the ghouls get us. And mm-hmm. That's what you'll call survivors of the nuclear uh, fusion, whatever. Yes. Green, glowy skin. And they don't even like wrestling. So we don't have to worry about them uh, listening to this podcast because this is for alive people. Indeed, it until is. It get, until the demographic changes. And it also covers dead people, in which case we don't have a choice because you don't want to be, you know, discriminatory. This, this podcast is for everyone. We are all inclusive. Yeah. Uh, we're so we're, we're more inclusive than AEW. Yeah, they don't include dead people. No, they don't. They don't. And they even uh, stopped shouting out Brody Lee. Did you notice? Uh, yeah. And, and the fact you know what that, that they, means it's not Tuesday today. But the right. fact of the matter is, listen, the fact of the matter is, is that they're going to have to live with it and they're going to have to change something about that show. The only thing I want them to change is the description of the show. Now, I don't I know you you have Fios. But you don't DVR anything because you have YouTube TV. Right. Um, in the description for AEW Wrestling, there's nothing about, like, who the champion is or whatever. It's just that it's a, di- a diverse roster of wrestlers perform yada, yada, blah. If okay. that's all you got... I don't know what to tell you, because at least what like with Raw and WWE, it talks about the tribal chief and like with Raw, like, you know, it says in there like the longest episodic blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, that means something. That shit actually means something. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking for AEW to have an actual identity. Well, my guess is that was written way back in the way back. And see, WWE has separate departments for this shit and AEW doesn't so my guess is like they wrote that the one time it got approved and they simply haven't looked at it since yeah you know but just uh start and this will go into the news and uh yes yeah, yeah what's, what, what's our what's our description by the way when's the last time we updated that dude it's a good description good what are you talking about you I don't even you. know it you don't know it do you it, man yeah i do because it's on i i subscribe to the basement bookers podcast <laughs> and i listen to it Every other week, you know, I listen Good. to it every other week. I do it because of the basement bookers podcast needs basement chair. Mm-hmm. You know, they need basement chair because, you know, they've got rich to Riz, But really, at the end of the day, it, who who's going to who's going to reach who's going to reach those hard to reach things. And that's God me. So <laughs> why did you why did you have to go there? I have to go there because it's the truth. We talked about this last week about how consistent you are, and you won't use any kind of device to help you get to those places. Okay, but well, I, I can actually ladder. get those spaces, and I'm willing to use things if they are too high for me because I'm not. Uh, what's the word? I'm not too big to admit when I need help. I see what you did there. That's right. That's right. God damn it. That's right. Speaking of consistent, I would like to acknowledge our tribal chief for 686 consecutive days as champion. Us, of course, being the official podcast of the Isle of Relevancy. Yeah, I almost forgot we had a tribal chief. I know. Well, I mean, with him not showing up to fucking work. 
Hey, listen, Heyman is doing his job for him. Heyman's hyping this uh, big Brock. He's training. He's training for a fight with Brock Lesnar. He, okay? Listen, if the next I see the tribal chief and it doesn't look like he's been training, we'll have another conversation. Paul Heyman is training him to reach up Brock Lesnar's asshole and pull his heart out through that hole. How is he doing that when he's not near him? Like, does he get on his iPad and like Skype in or something? Like, how is he? I, I think he's practicing on angry, hungry bulls. Brahma bulls? No, bulls, just bulls. Oh, okay. Be better if they were Brahma bulls. Well, they could be Brahma bulls. I don't know what freaking breed of bulls they have on the Isle of Relevancy. I haven't checked. Why wouldn't they have Brahma bulls? I'm not saying they don't. All right. I'm just saying I don't know what kind of bulls they got. Why don't you know? You talk about this place. It seems that you've been there. You talk as if you've been to the sacred island. Listen, listen. Maybe I have been, and maybe I was sworn to secrecy. Maybe I signed an NDA. You can't even spell NDA. <laughs> uh, what? That wasn't spelling. You just said <laughs> letters. You just said the letters. N-O-N hyphen D-I-S-C-L-O-S-U-R-E-A-G-R-E-E-M-E-N-T. N-D-A. Rich, no matter how much you want to show the rest of the world <laughs> that you are a great speller, you will never be able to undo that vicious loss at that spelling B of the fifth grade. You fucking lost. I don't even remember and what you, the word was. Exactly. But listen, it's okay. I think the word was, I don't know. I wasn't fucking there. I wasn't there for the story. Nah, you were I in second grade fucking at the time. There. That's right. I wasn't fucking there. And you know where I was? Probably busy spelling better than you. Uh, yeah, until that concussion in freaking foot, peewee football. Well, that didn't come till a lot later. Listen, this isn't about my origin story. This is about the <laughs> Basement Booker's podcast. Yes, and as usual, after the intro and the homage to the Tribal Chief and Jer's berating of me, we move to the You are news. being berated. <laughs> what is this? This isn't ber- being berated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If just, that's uh, what you think being I, berated is, you better you, – somebody's got to step their game up uh, and berate uh, you. On, on your high horse. Yes, yes, step my <laughs> game up on your high horse. You, you're not too big to reach to use a tool. to. Re- I, I, I see what you're doing. I Look, see. I'm just saying sometimes it's okay to ask for help. I have a step stool, and I use it, goddammit. Okay. Well, All right. it's about time you admitted that. That being said <laughs> – Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men podcast reported this week that Raw will be moving to a TV 14 rating starting this Monday, but later corrected that while it's being, quote, heavily discussed backstage and will most likely happen at some point in the near future, it won't be Monday. The TV 14 rating that uh, Raw will eventually have suggests that it contains, quote, some material that many parents would find unsuitable for children under 14, while the current TV PG rating says uh, show contains, quote, material that parents may find unsuitable for younger children. I don't know. Some parents let fucking, you know, deviants read them stories at libraries. So I don't think it'll be any problem with the what kind of weird shit could you possibly have on Monday Night Raw that 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 like parents in 2022 can find like uncomfortable 
like when you think about it, when you think about like the actual world that we live in and the things you see and what fucking parents are subjecting their children to, I really think that, you know, ratings might need to take a new like definition, I think. You know, it's Mm -hmm. because it's like you think about it, like I'm actually not I don't know, because. Like, think about the things you could get away with on TV. Like, you could murder somebody on TV. Like, you could do, like, somebody gets killed on TV. You know, it's pretend, but it still happens. That's not, you know, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be really suitable. Um, I, 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 I just think it's probably going to be, you know, maybe somebody will say shit more. Because, like, it's just, I think it's just going to be stuff that they were already playing with. Uh, in the first place, like little things that you notice on the show. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like, you know, if they're like, well, you know, things are going great on NXT. Let's let's dress people up like. But it can't be that because NXT is not TV 14. Yeah, I was just looking and it up. I can't Mandy, easily find it. Yeah, it's not because we would know. Like, that's kind of a big deal. If like think about the big deal we're making about Raw going to be tv 14 you know and if if nxt was tv 14 why would it why would this be a big deal it's like yeah nxt tv 14 and they suck they do right and, now. And, and i think that's the thing i think a lot of people are sort of expecting um raw to go back to like the days of the attitude era and that also implies that the writing will improve no, and it's it could it's, be worse if you think about it. Right. When you rely on that, like, oh no, that's edgy in TV fourteen. That might not be able to carry you to the finish line. Yeah, like the the attitude era, with the exception of DX, dick and fart jokes weren't done just for the sake of doing a dick and fart joke and like making themselves laugh. It like the TV fourteen rating, like you know, you had you had beer bashes. There, there was blood. That was what made a TV 14. It wasn't just, you know, tits. I just don't think TV 14 is the same as it used to be. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's, things have escalated. They have. And it has been a very long time since we've had wrestling be TV 14. Yeah. Well, what what is AEW? Because they, they say stuff. They like they say shit all the time. But, but it's like they're not a publicly traded company, I guess. Right. Also, um, they're going to have sponsors paying less. And that's kind of like they seem to be OK with that because I guess they're still profiting. Yet yeah, their budget isn't exactly super good. Exactly. Like you could tell from their shitty production, which is why they had to make Ruby Soho look like a fucking idiot. Like, could they can only afford one take? Next time, do it on your phone. <laughs> it'll probably be better. Yeah, because it'll be it'll be so shaky. You won't see that. Like, why even? Why even is she like stumbling? Why is she is she trying to get into the car? Is it her car? Was she just beaten up? Whose car is that? Does Ty Conti have mind powers? How was she able to get her to put her hand there? And keep it there. No one was forcing her there. Well, I feel like if Ty Conti had mind powers, she would use her mind powers to make us think that she's a good actress. More I'm just trying later. to make sense out of this scene. Yeah, the scene was... Like, the, like I know it was a week ago, 
But spoiler alert, that's the last episode of Dynamite I saw. So, you that know. That was it for you, huh? I stuck, no, I stuck to my principles. Because mm-hmm. we'll talk about it later when we talk about AEW. And I'll let the people know why I did what I did. Okay. Like, did it, you... was, it was it was on my DVR. And I was mm-hmm. tempted. The only thing I did was because I saw something about Chris, uh, Chris Jericho and Ric Flair. I, I watched a Chris Jericho promo. And, boy, was that a waste of my time. So, that's all I did. That's all I know. So. We can still talk about it, and you can bring me through, but and so, we'll explain why I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I, I just want to say briefly, I don't know why Ric Flair felt the need to address that promo. It, uh, he didn't even mention Ric exactly. Flair. Exactly. Like, Jericho wasn't trying to be Flair in the promo. I think Flair took exception with the fact that Jericho said he's a living legend. Um, I mean, I'd say maybe that is arguable, but I I... You know, I I would agree, I and certainly I'm sure others agree that Jericho is a living legend. Also, heel persona, hello, he's going to talk himself up. Yeah, if you're, first of all, that's a definitely a heel thing to do mm-hmm. to call yourself a living legend. And we by can the way, all we, let's all agree on that. And by the way, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Do you remember way back? Uh, even before, I think even before Jericho was part of Fozzie, Jericho was calling himself a larger-than-life living legend rock star. Yeah, but he calls himself a lot of things. He's a wizard. No, that's stupid. He's not a fucking (laughs) wizard, and every time he says that, I want to punch him in the fucking face. Like, that's the thing what's confusing about Chris Jericho, is that, yeah, I did say that. I could get a knock at my door any day, and he could show up and beat the fuck out of me because he's about that life. Mm-hmm. But the point I'm making here from the safety of my recording studio, because I'm not afraid of Chris Jericho because I'm safe here, is that he, are you a living legend because of your career and what you've done? Or are you a living legend because you're still wrestling? Still wrestling mm-hmm. to this very day. You're still wrestling. Like, is it one of those things where you're a living legend because you changed the business, because you, you you're leaving a legacy behind, or you just have staying power? Is it because you just hang out? You hang on like long enough to become a legend. Is that it? Mm. Because let me tell you something. As awesome and as great as Chris Jericho's career has been, and I would agree up until the point where he's swimming in fucking orange juice, <laughs> okay, and doing all this stupid shit here, okay? So maybe it's debatable, you know, and I get it. You know, wrestling can be a lot of things. It can but be anything. Li- but it can be anything. But living legends don't swim in orange juice. That's all I'm going to say. That's my opinion. And you know what? It'll probably be wrong in a month because I'll change my mind. But for right now, that's how I feel. Um, When it comes to living legend, Ric Flair can say that. Ric Flair can say that. But Mm -hmm. the fact that he's getting in another getting in a wrestling match is not a good idea. Agreed. 
um that's that's really that's my opinion on that so like i feel like i'm sorry for all the chris jericho bugs are very mad at me just now but i like chris jericho too it's just i'm just trying to keep it real i feel like after the super kick heard around the world that could have and should have been in for flair i just leave on that note that was it and it, it that, be, because it, it literally it's literally all downhill from there and i take it kind of personal because i was fucking there mm-hmm. i was there for rick flair's final match i was there at the raw after that and it's like you're just shitting on that like you know, of course you did that in TNA, but I or whatever. I wasn't watching, mm-hmm. so it didn't count. But come on, man, you robbing us. Yep. <sighs> so what am I supposed to say? Oh, at the time it was his last match, but then he had a match after that, yeah. and then a match after that. Mm-hmm. All right, was it was the thing is Leo Rush? He's too old. <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, Andrade revealed on Twitter that he's nursing some, quote, inflammation in his ankle, attributing it to being in the business for two decades. So wear and tear kind of thing. So I guess he's out at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you have to take a breather. Mm-hmm. I guess so. According to PWInsider.com, the grizzled young veterans have been given new names Upon their upcoming return to NXT 2.0, James Drake is now Jagger Reed, uh, and Zach Gibson is now Rip Fowler. Another victim of the renaming curse. Just yeah. first of all, those are goofy names. Second of all, Rip, Fow- this- Rip Fowler sounds like sounds like he's a hundred years old. Just give them one name just give them the one name mm-hmm. because i'm not going to remember these names after we're done with this episode right actually after this segment i'm not uh, going to remember i believe that so they should really think about that mm-hmm. like names need to be easier um they need to be you know something that you could say to somebody mm-hmm. and it's memorable and you can't forget it it's got a rhyme. I like a rhyme. That's good, too. Mm. But not like on purpose. Like, I guess what I mean is like two things that go together. You know, like they feel right. Like the words interlock. Yeah, I like for me. Like Alba sh- Fire. Yeah, Alba Fire. They should have stayed as the Grizzled Young Veterans. I know they haven't officially said that they are no longer the Grizzled Young Veterans, but but like every time, and it hasn't been often, but every time we've seen them, they haven't been called that. They've just been called Drake and Gibson. Why don't they just call them Drake and Gibson and just give them different first names? Because that is just too easily interchangeable with Brooks and Jensen. Hmm. No, but like, I or guess. Br- Briggs and Jensen. You see, I don't even fucking know their names. Why can't they? Okay, what about like like initial and then last name? Like J.D. McDonough? Kind of like that. Oh, but like they, his works. Like, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. 
I don't know what they're doing with these names. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know how they come up with these names. Like, did this talent come up with the name? And they're like, listen, you need a new name. I don't know. I, I, like, do they I, even I, let them pitch them? I think they let them pitch them, but I imagine a binder somewhere, a very, very large binder. And they just flip through. All right. Instead of Drake, just Charlie Macaroni. And that uh, his tag team partner, um, Brian Torman. Boom. There you go. Brian Torman. Excellent. Good job. Names. See, those are easy names. Speaking of names, Sasha Banks as Mercedes Varnado was announced for the C2E2 event in Chicago uh, with the with the asking price of thirty thousand dollars for an appearance uh, being made public. And it was noted that she's not taking any wrestling bookings until January 1st. The promoter also know that, as far as he knows, only Ric Flair, Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, and Hulk Hogan charge more for an appearance. But that he feels that he'll make that back from her appearance, as she's only recently been off TV, and she wasn't part of the convention scene before. I don't think anybody should do business with this lady. <laughs> I think she's a snake. I think she's toxic. Um, Like she believes not- her own hype? Yeah, not not to be confused with Toxic Attraction, which is doing God's work. Yes, but um, I you know, and I and I am a man of faith, and I just you know, and I I, I don't know, it's just something about the way you know she did the WWE dirty and its fans, and I don't I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's gonna be Sasha Banks stands or Mercedes stands out there. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna, you know, they're ride or die no matter what. Um, and if you are, then that's good for you. Um, and I think, and I, and of course, you know, I don't think I'm the arbiter of good character. You know, I, I have a lot of bad qualities, but it's just something like that that's rubbed me the wrong way. And if you're a wrestling promoter, you know, outside of I guess trying to get like eyes on your product, like why would you get into business with somebody like that who's obviously has a bad attitude and inflated sense of self? Mm-hmm. Like how long until they go from humble to this is about me and I'm the best and yada, yada, yada and really believe in that shit. It's like, dude, you didn't beat anybody for those. Mm-hmm. You didn't beat anybody for those things They were given to you. Mm-hmm. Like you were featured like this was given to you like you didn't like you. You busted your ass to get there, but they fucking helped you. They gave you opportunities that could have been afforded somebody else. Who could probably still be there? Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how a Dana Brooke feels about this shit. You know, I wonder how a Aaliyah feels about shit like this. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, that's not a good Aaliyah, who's a, who's literally just being been left in the ring two weeks in a row. I mean, she did get hit with a woman's right. Yeah, but then this week she was supposed to have a match, and Lacey just bitches at the fans and walks off. Well, that's not. That's not Lacey's fault. That's Aaliyah's fault. That's the fans' fault. That's the fans' yeah. fault to not respecting Lacey Evans and giving her, you know, uh, the the reaction she deserves. I mean, mm-hmm. she stood, she sat there, dressed like a stripper, and mm-hmm. told everybody her life story and her pain, and they're just not giving her enough. And that's mm-hmm. what she feels like, you know. She 
she goes out there she tries to do a good job and you know she gets off the plane people are yelling at her calling her baby killer and stuff like that all she did was fight in a war she fought in a war for her country I didn't oh, wait, know that baby killer part. Wait, that's that's from Rambo. All right. Oh. Nobody, <laughs> nobody called Lacey Evans a baby killer because <laughs> she wasn't in Vietnam. But Rambo was. And they did that to them. And that's why they're upset. I don't mm. know what her problem is, if I'm being uh, honest. <laughs> we saw her story. We saw what she overcame. We couldn't overcome half of what she's overcome. And we're jealous of it. Allegedly. Yeah. You know. I guess I got confused because she was talking like she was a nam or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, uh, you know, I respect and support the troops. This is a wrestling podcast. I'm just mm-hmm. fucking around with a heel. Yeah. And as far as this Lacey Evans character, just please fast forward until that is her backstory and not her story anymore. It's that, weird. That, that's that what she, I want. It's weird that she's got like face music, but she's a heel. It's because everyone is confused about what. See, now they they finally pulled the trigger and then just not ready for it. They're not ready for her to be a face, a heel. Like, what's the plan here? That you, you know what? That would imply there's a plan. That is true. Uh, I, there had to have been a plan at one point, I think. Yeah, Vince just keeps ripping shit up. I mean, he's a little busy, right? He's a little busy, but he ran SmackDown this week, I read. Oh. Pritchard, Pritchard's still mending his shoulder. Steph and Triple H weren't there. Vince oh, ran SmackDown. God. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, I guess when we talk about SmackDown, we'll talk about how problematic that is. So you think, well, you think it, when Raw goes TV 14, they'll mention NDAs? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, because um, right now, like all reports is like there's no one's trying to force Vince out. Um, so I think they're just going to, you know, just, just riding it out. Yeah, just like, you know, see how it goes. And, you know, so far, all, you know, all the rider dies like us We're you know, we're not turning our back on, you know. Mm-hmm. Our guy. Yeah. And to clarify for anyone that would question i don't know why anyone would but like it's not that we're loyal to vince it's we're loyal to the product we i want to speak i respect vince for this multi-million dollar conglomerate he has built literally from the ground up but yeah if he goes we'll still watch that's it that's all i got uh we'll see about that yeah. Last bit of news. I don't support traitors, Rich DeRiz. If they betray the chairman, they betray me. Okay. I don't know what to say to that. So moving on. What do you mean you don't know what to say to that? I, I don't. If they get rid of Vince, uh-huh. they're fucking traitors. And mm. I don't support traitors. How hard is that? What are you going to dismiss me for? Uh, like, I, that I, was a simple comment. Letting everybody know where I stand. I am loyal to Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Outside of him doing some sick shit, which Mm -hmm. so far is just like, hey, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Here's some money. Yeah, and and in one case, it was like, hey, I want money to shut the fuck up. Exactly. So, 
come on, guys, let's 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 stand tall with the chairman. After all he's done for us, after all he's done for you with your podcasts, he put his family on the line. You know how much food that Vince puts on the goddamn table? Mm-hmm. If you think about like the industry that's built around professional wrestling, hello, mm-hmm. like not even directly. And, like and, and all the it, it hits and downloads that we're getting most likely, definitely, and like other shows from like reporting on this stuff. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Where would you be? And I want you to think about that next time you decide to besmirch the chairman. Yes. If you're listening, you Vince, I, I'm definitely not doing this to get a job. <laughs> I, this is what I believe in my heart. Although I did send you some links. I sent you a link, rather. We'll see what happens. All right. All right. So last bit of news for now until something else pops up while we're in the middle of recording. Uh, Ring of Honor's Twitter account announced that next week's FTR vs. Briscoe's match for the ROH tag titles at Death Before Dishonor will be a two out of three falls match. Why two out of three falls? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the announcement. Hmm. But why not? No, I was just wondering because sometimes it's a, there's a reason for it, mm-hmm. you know. Like yeah, sometimes I, something will happen, and then they're like, "All right, we'll do two out of three falls." You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just okay. It's just decided. It's just because that's all. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get the story on that. Um, I want to watch that next week. Yeah, I'll not be around because I'm going to a freaking wedding. Hmm. Where at? Downtown Brooklyn, somewhere. What what, what, what am I telling you people for? <laughs> uh, the people want to know, bruh. I don't know if maybe it was a, like a, another destination wedding or something. So that's next Saturday. Is that next Saturday or next Sunday? Sunday. Wedding? Okay. Saturday. Death Before Dishonor is uh, Saturday, I believe. I thought it was on a Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. If it's on the Saturday, I'm I'm still watching it on Sunday. So... I'm I'm not a huge like uh, Ring of Honor guy. Oh, Saturday, July twenty third. Yeah. Well, either way, I'll be watching it on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'll let everybody know how I feel about that on the podcast on Friday. Cool, 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 cool. All righty. So that's all for the headlines for now. Let's go through highlights and lowlights. I actually didn't highlight or lowlight or anything anything from Raw this week. I thought Raw was pretty bland. It kind of just was what it was. Uh, high point probably was uh, the Becky segment because she's great. Low point was Logan Paul talking. What do you have against Logan Paul? I don't know. He's not a wrestler. <laughs> you didn't know you did like that Tommaso Ciampa had words to try to tell us that he's alive. It was all right. It was more like a hostage video. I was waiting for his eyes to blink certain ways to think <laughs> if he was trying to ask me to help him or something. <laughs> the fact that he's got to sit there and fucking be like that he needs the Miz. Like, what? To help because of what he's done for other people. It's like, like Alex Riley? <laughs> yeah. Like him? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I know you're a student of the game, Tommaso. Like you should know these things. Mm-hmm. 
Like, the only thing this turns out good for me if it turns into a feud between him and The Miz. That he actually wins. But I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I don't know why he decided to come to the main roster. I guess to stay, you know, for money for the kid or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe he doesn't think he's going to be doing this for that long. Maybe. I feel like main roster Champa should probably stay heel. Like he's a, he's such a good heel, you know. No, he's not. Not in the not on Raw. Not yet. They haven't fleshed him out yet. You know, right now he's Ms. Lackey number four. Hold on, four. Let's see. Morrison, Alex Riley, Sandow or Ms. Dow, still the same guy. Champa. Unless we're missing a guy. That's we probably it. are. You know what? I don't know about that. I think that's it. I think that's it. Maybe that or like. I get, no. They wouldn't just count somebody who's just his partner or whatever. No. Um, all right, then. Maybe his wife. Maybe he'll Maybe. betray her. He did kind of, like, throw her in the way a few times. Yeah. Oh, man, if they could work in a divorce angle, <laughs> that would be a great season of Ms. and Mrs. If I can finish that up that way. Oh, maybe we'll finally see what was supposed to happen between uh, Lashley and Lana. Yeah, you know, maybe. We'll see. Um, but, no, not, not what happened with that because, you know, Miro trusts in the Lord um, at that point still. And, you know, right now things may be, you know, dicey. He's a little confused. He doesn't know if, you know, he doesn't know if he sent, you know, the the black guys to, you know, attack him or for him to destroy them or for him to join them Mm -hmm. somehow. So I think maybe the chemical uh, from the spray got in his eyes and he's just weirder, weirder than usual. Uh, because of it yeah probably uh anything else from raw that you wanted to go over before i jump into nxt where i do have some lowlights no i I, honestly i hate monday night raw uh because their commentary team is the third worst commentary team in all of professional wrestling uh out of the things i watch Mm. and i hate them um and it's not one person's fault I, it's just all three of them together. It's just like, I don't know what it is. Uh, but mostly Corey Graves. I don't like him. Yeah, Jimmy's not bad. No, he's not bad. But, like, I guess, like, what's his name? Um, Saxton? Corey makes him kind oh. of, you know, annoying. Because he's, like, interrupting him and he berates him sometimes. It's like, dude, this guy could fuck you up. Hmm. <laughs> Like, he could fuck you up. What are mm. you doing? Does Jimmy Smith train also? I don't know. Oh, okay. If he did or didn't, I bet he could fuck him up. Oh, well, Graves <laughs> is injured, so. Yeah. So. He's cleared last we, last we heard. Nah, I think he could fuck him up. Anyway, NXT. Email in if you, if you think that uh, Corey Graves will get fucked up. Yeah, let us know. Basingbookers.gmail.com or Basingbookers on Twitter. Yeah. Email in if you think. 
not Joe Rogan can beat up uh, Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. So NXT opened. We saw Roxy in the uh, Roxanne Perez. I keep calling her Roxy because in, in the, she was Roxy. Anyway, um, in the parking lot and she was attacked that she doesn't know who it was. I'm tired of people getting attacked and not who we know did not knowing who did it. They still haven't added more security cameras to the most dangerous parking lot in the history of professional wrestling. Like, no, no, like it's worse than the the WCW NWO parking lot. They had the police called. It's no wonder they couldn't stop that crazy stalker guy from coming around. Mm -hmm. This security's for shit. Yeah. So that's annoying. That whole, oh, someone attacked me. I don't know who it was. It's. It's annoying. It doesn't make sense. And the fact that you keep doing it now, it makes it cheap because it's like, hmm, okay, we need, we need something to do. Oh, let's, uh, let's, let's have them attacked by who? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Just have them attacked by some someone. All right, well, who, who's going to do it? Doesn't doesn't matter. Just do it off screen. She doesn't know who it was. No, but in the case of this, like they know who did it. We We know now. We'll yeah. get to that. Just saying, like that's a low light. Did it. Uh, next low light was pretty deadly. Going to the bar, the 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 Hick Redneck bar with uh, Brooks Jensen and uh, Josh Briggs. And Why would they go there? Nobody likes their kind around there. I don't know. Fashion models. Was stupid. Wait, they're not even fashion models. That's not their thing. No, it's not. They're just they they. They dress flamboyantly, and they talk flamboyantly. Oh, right. I'm not saying it. No, no, it's stupid. Okay. All right. The, the the angle, the segment was stupid. Not getting me in trouble. Just for just for Fallon to say, do it next week. I didn't. I didn't even watch it. I know. I didn't watch that part. I, this is new to me. Yeah. It was stupid. Uh, next, the last thing I highlighted here is actually, it's a combination of two highlights. Uh, Cora attacking Roxanne Perez on the outside with the ref distracted. Cora, this heel turn by Cora doesn't make sense yet. And I still don't think it will. We had Cora yelling at, uh, Roxanne Perez that she brought her here and this is what you do. Um, saying she made her. It's like. Cora, you haven't even made yourself. Like, you're here a month now. Calm down. That's why it's your low light? Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Like, you can't... I don't I don't think someone that's that has been here as sh- for as short a period of time as Cora Jade can say that she brought someone in. She made this person. I mean, if she brought her in, she brought her in. I feel like if if the storyline was like if they kept losing tag matches, like up until they won the tag titles, right? Mm-hmm. If they kept losing tag matches and Roxanne Perez was the one that kept eating the pin, then yes, I get it. Oh, you get it because it's the same old cliche that's been happening for years. Right, but it, it, but it's something that makes sense. Why doesn't this make sense? 
Like it's this too makes sense. Soon. No, it's not. This makes sense for the character. Uh, and I'm not being actually argumentative. I'm being passionate and being involved in this conversation. Good. So it's consistent with the character. How many times is she's like, oh, we're not, we're really not, are we really going to do this insert tired wrestling trope here thing, cliche or whatever? Are we just going to move on and be front, you know, do this thing or whatever? Mm-hmm. She was cutting the shit, dude. Like, that's her thing. And if you notice, and, 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 and I hope she addresses this. That's why I wasn't like, I didn't consider the low light. Because I have to wait until next week until I hear her actual reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going off what she was yelling at her in the ring, but there might be more to that. So, like, if it, if this is where it stopped and she never said anything about it, yes, this will be a low light for me. But I need to see what happens on Tuesday. So my issue is, all right, there's that. She doesn't like cliche bullshit. So it's like. What happened? They won the tag team championships, right? Mm-hmm. And then Perez decided that she's going to challenge. She's going to cash in her thingamabob and challenge uh, Mandy Rose, mm-hmm. which is, you know, in the wrestling business. And I'm thinking, like, maybe that like maybe she'll bring it up maybe not maybe like you know i'm wrong and it is a low light but like what if it's like did, like what do you do like what why isn't it enough like why do you have to go after that we didn't discuss that you're gonna go after the the women's championship like you know what i mean i i want to be the champion you know and it it doesn't make sense to you because like they just won the tag team titles it's like why do that you know and then it's like are they playing hot potato with the tag team titles? Why take it off Toxic Attraction in the first place? Because then you you don't nobody expected her to turn on her right after winning the championships. The predictable thing is Roxanne Perez eating all the pins in their tag matches and then breaking up. That's the predictable thing. Them just winning the championships fresh and then doing a turn, that's actually something new. So that's why I'm confused. It's like Everybody's always like, oh, it's the same old shit, but the same old shit doesn't happen, and that's not good enough. Mic drop. All right, that's fair. Right? Um, it's like they do something different. You still don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? That's that's wrestling. That's why that's why we basement book. I'm we, just we, saying. And it's that's an airing I'm, of grievances. I don't have a grievance because – they're doing something different. Like, instead of like, oh, here we go. Like, I wasn't expecting this. Nobody was expecting this. Like, they could lie and maybe say that they were. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were expecting this as much as they were expecting their fucking gimmick skateboard to break off before she even hits her with it. Yeah, it was first of all, you could tell the way she was holding it that she was basically holding it together the entire time. Yeah. She was like, please don't break before you're supposed to break. Please don't break before you're supposed to break. Something happened like before the spot. Like I don't know. Or like they just gimmicked it too much and she do it. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, you know, do we have like an extra skateboard that we could just like gimmick, but not as much as like 
Yeah, do they do they not have that? Do they run out of time? Yeah, and, and the thing is, and another thing is like, yeah, you know, you could beat someone to death with a skateboard. Mm-hmm. So that already shows that it's fake as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just hitting her like that after a match, and it's like, you know, that's all the damage she's going to get from that skateboard. Mm-hmm. She, she's got to miss at least a week. Yeah. Because what was it? She was attacked in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had the match and then there was the skateboard beatdown. Yeah, I don't think the skateboard beatdown would have occurred. Obviously. That's the reason she got beat up. She didn't want her to have a match, but she still went and had the match. Mm-hmm. So they probably still be together as a team if she didn't have the match. Now, they are still tag unless champs. they are technically still the tag champs. But that, that that was my next question. Speaking of tropes. Oh, t- t- pair of tag champs that hate each other. Now what? Yeah, but this time they just became tag team champions. They're super tight. And then there's a betrayal. And that to me is compelling because now you have a tag team championship or someone. They just got them and they just fucking turned on each other. So now what? They're probably just going to vacate them. Like, I don't want to team with you. Or whatever. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if you could do that. Or, like, can one person kick another person out of a team? I don't think so. Or what if they do, like, a match? If I win the match... I am the tag team champions. Basically that. and they, But they have to... They have 30 days to get a new partner, or else they have to advocate the, the championships. All right. So, and then so that yeah, could be a thing. They they could do that where uh, where... Do Cora versus uh, Roxanne Perez. The winner gets to choose the new partner to be tag team champion with them. And the loser loses her tag title, right? Or That's have what I said, yeah. Right, right, right. Or have do, do a tag match. Cora and a partner of her choosing versus Roxanne and a partner of her choosing for the tag titles. I guess, but I, I think I like it better as a singles match because, like, neither— That's where the heat is. Yeah, because it's, it's between them. You throw somebody else in, unless they're trying to do, like, a different thing where they're like, uh, yeah, you know, you didn't pin me, you pinned my partner or mm-hmm. something like that. But if—and and we're going to—we're going to—down the road, we're going to really do this thing, you know— and what happens is this is this is this Cora Jade is she gonna join Toxic Attraction? Probably not. Or is she? Or is this just about you know not liking the fact that her partner was gonna like you know cut her off and whatnot? I think it's B. I think it, I think it's just that she's pissed at uh, Roxanne Perez for taking an opportunity that she earned and going with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Anything else from NXT for you? No, I um I don't think so. Yeah, um, uh what about uh Chase U in London? What that wasn't fun? Uh no, nothing happened there. Right. Like I don't there's no like, you know, they're not in any kind of feud or anything. Um, they're not like, 
I don't know what the point is yet. Like I, I think it's like, oh, you know, like, like I said, don't. Like the, I, I like the segment from last week, but that's because he's like, you know, founding father, whatever his name was. Who did he ever beat? You know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I thought were you know silly, but like this is like I don't, I don't get what this is about. Like it's hard to invest in something like that when it's like you know, from experience, it's not really going anywhere. Right. It's almost like a test vehicle for the two uh, student characters. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for uh, Chase over there, you know. Well, I he probably has a bright future as a uh, you know, fry cook. Uh, a Norman Smiley type, you know, mm. who was also on NXT this week. Indeed. Um. So. You know, there's there's different parts, different roles people play. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I'd rather play like a Chase U character because then you're on TV and you're not really doing all that much, but having a good time there. Mm-hmm. And there's no pressure. Nope, not at all. Um, I don't understand why what the beef is with uh, uh, Solo, Sokoa and um, that other guy. Is that uh, Grayson Waller? Is that the one, or is it, or am I no, messing people up? Grayson Waller's not messing with Solo Sokoa. It's Solo Sokoa and Von Wagner. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're just, they had, they gave those guys three segments. Yeah, that was crazy. And it's like, I, I mean, I guess. And and they always bring in that that other guy that what's that the hairy dude with the mustache I forgot his name, like he's on he gets a match like every week now, uh starts with a S uh, Sanga yeah he's getting a match like every week against people well, he's a big dude I'm sure Vince loves him yeah he's the one that yeah he wrestled uh the guy who shaved his head and his hair grew back pretty fast uh Duke Hudson yeah. With the uh, dumb like pose that he does, yeah, he does. It, it, it's like half the RVD, but like a little Randy in that it's like tilted and kind of just stands there with it, and it's awkward as fuck. Yeah, that's all I uh I I really got for NXT, and I just have a question. Like Cora Jade, like is that did she write on her chest or is that like a tattoo? It's a tattoo. That has to be the dumbest tattoo I've ever seen. <laughs> like, well, that's not true. Like, I think it's kind of stupid to tattoo your face or your neck. Oh, my God, it's Cody Rhodes. You can hate on Cody Rhodes, <laughs> you know, but he's got a storied career. Mm-hmm. Like, hers looked like she did time in juvie. And that got her out of there. How, how do you know she didn't? She doesn't look like a juvie kid um, to me. She looks like a nice kid, mm. you know, who worked really hard to get where she's at uh, to be a fake skateboarder. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, at the end of the day, it, 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 it really doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is what, what happens next. How do they capitalize? And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. You know, will, 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 will we have another good episode of NXT someday? Probably. <laughs> hoping uh maybe one day maybe this tuesday and uh hopefully i'm correct about something hope so um and uh those of you who are ignorant uh and uh don't stare at the tv watching nxt wondering what the fuck does that say on her chest hmm. for like the five minutes and then pausing it to check 
It says, starve the ego, feed the soul. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if she mentions that? She's like, you, you, you see this? You see this tattoo on my chest or whatever? I know you're all looking because you're perverts. And all you do is look at me. And I can't blame you, but you're still sick perverts. And it, you see, because I, what I was doing, I was starving my ego. And by starving my ego, my soul got fat. Fat. Like the rest of you. Badasses with blessings from Scott Steiner and then just ripping everybody. And and there we go. And now and now my ego is no longer starved. Mm. Satiated. But it won't be satiated until I kill this woman. <clears throat> but you know, she'll do it in her own way. And I, yeah. I guess we'll see. Yep, we'll see. Smackdown time. So we already mentioned Lacey. That was annoying. Uh, theory all over the place. Uh, but the only thing I actually highlighted here was confusing and stupid, and it shows that no one is paying attention to what the fuck is going on. Ridge Holland is the one that is announced as facing Drew McIntyre in the match, but the graphic said it was Sheamus. But the and also the announcers mentioned that like. You know, I think the announcers tried to make it fit with the current story that Sheamus is making Drew run the gauntlet to in order to earn the title match that was already announced. That has to be the stupidest. And I know we say that say this a lot. <laughs> but there's, there's just so much stupid shit. It's all the stupidest. It's so stupid because we all know that's the fucking match. Mm-hmm. And they have they don't give you any explanation why Sheamus can just make matches mm-hmm. all of a sudden, why or why it counts make... when when Butch rings the ring bell. Yeah, like I understand that he's a heel, and I'd also understand if there wasn't an established authority figure mm-hmm. in your fucking universe <laughs> you idiots <laughs> that i guess works sometimes but not all the time well he was a little overworked this week he had to double as a producer uh he probably had to fucking beat parking to beat the the rush to leave probably because that was towards the end i think i'd be rushing to leave god damn like i'm sitting there, i'm like you have an authority. Why is this happening? Why can't he just do this? But and I guess they you can't joke about COVID anymore. But no. you, they they squashed that real quick from last week because right. like Corbin's like I, I don't know something funky over there. Maybe I got monkeypox or something. Yeah, what is that? And is it real? Because I don't know. No, it's real. Hmm. Like it's a real thing. But um, well, monkeypox is a real thing. But like, whatever's on Corbin. No, it, no, no. He's just telling. He's just being a dick. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's just not there because you don't mm. want them to touch each other mm-hmm. until like the the week of SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Ad, uh, Adam Pierce as the authority figure there, and that reminded me, where's Sonya? Yeah, she fucking slapped him. She wasn't anywhere, so why couldn't you just, I guess, oh, next Friday, be like, so, did you enjoy your week without pay? Mm-hmm. So if that comes up, fine. But if it doesn't, we got ourselves an issue here. 
Well, why not just address it? Be like somebody being unruly to him and being like, you see Sonya Deville around here mm-hmm. anywhere? Oh, no, because she didn't fucking listen mm-hmm. or she was disrespectful or whatever. Like, do something. Like, that yeah, was your it, one chance. If they address it, then fine. Yeah, they had to, I, 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 I kind of just got reminded that she slapped him. So. Yeah, I remember it, but mm-hmm. I was, you know, you brought it up, so I'm like, okay, because like, I, like I was gonna use the same thing I did with the rocks, the 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 heel turn. There, it's like I need to know next week then, you know, mm-hmm. if that's why. But yep. if if she just shows up like nothing happened, then mm-hmm. I think Vince just forgot. Probably, he's got a lot on his mind at the moment. Yeah, it's just like, you know, not a lot of parts of the show are as important. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I thought I highlighted this here. I guess I didn't. Um, all right. So you didn't watch Dynamite. No, I refuse to. All right. So did you did you read a recap? No. OK. I know so, about Chris Jericho because, I, like I said, the promo, um, I think Orange Cassidy wrestled. Yep. Um, well, since since you since you know what happened, it is my time to shine. I'm gonna read you my notes. Wow. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I am. I know. I know, I know. You've been you've been waiting since Wednesday for this. I've been champing at the bit. <laughs> All right. In a pre-taped promo, the best friends say that their lawyer Danhausen got, got the manager's license for Orange Cassidy's match, and because he's uh, because Warlow is so much bigger and stronger than him, they're gonna cheat a lot. What? That's what they said. But they're good uh, guys. So during okay. the match, the best friends get ejected for trying to cheat. So while the ref was dealing with one of them that was trying to undo the turnbuckle pad, the other one pulled out a chainsaw from under the ring. I'm sorry? A chainsaw. A chainsaw? A motherfucking chainsaw. A real chainsaw? I didn't check its uh, veracity, but... What I mean to say is, did they use it? Did they They rev it up? They didn't rev it. But the the, the ref turned around and kind of just, like, froze. He's like... He grabs a chainsaw and he's like, "Really? A chainsaw?" And he ejects them. I mean, they should be arrested. <laughs> uh, we don't know intent. Uh, it's true. They could just have a chainsaw in this physical right. contest. Got yeah. it. So later on, Orange tries to bait Wardlow on the outside. You know how he'll be like backing up uh, on the outside of the ring. Wardlow's chasing him. And Wardlow stops, reaches under the ring, and pulls out Danhausen. Danhausen proceeds to curse Wardlow, or he tried to. I don't remember if it actually worked. But Wardlow beats Orange Cassidy with the power bomb to retain his TNT championship. Why? Why are they putting this clown anywhere near Wardlow? I'm not yeah. talking about Orange Cassidy. I'm talking about <laughs> Danhausen. To curse him. Tony Khan has this thing with like taking actual badasses and putting them anywhere near that fucking clown of his. <laughs> I'm not talking about Orange Cassidy. I'm talking about <laughs> Danhausen. Did you not like Hookhausen? No. 
Are you glad it's over? Seemingly. It. Uh, if it's actually over, yes, I'm glad that Hook can move on to, you know, actual wrestling stuff, like you know, cool stuff, mm. like you know, making a name for himself. Yes, which he should. Not beating up premier athletes that still email my friend. Yeah, they do. I forgot. I, I forgot about that. Hmm. Tony Nice trying to get his uh, 450 fit. I mean, me. you you initiated the exchange. I did. I want to okay. know the pricing. I know. There's a sale going on at the moment. Allegedly. Oh, is it two for one? It's not. Oh, well, I don't want to hear about it. All righty. <laughs> Next segment was Jericho's promo, so I don't need to recap that. You saw the whole thing, right? And we talked about it and discussed it at right. length, what I thought about him being a living legend and stuff like that. Yep. And Next. I didn't come up with anything else about that. Next up, Kingston... Uh, is backstage with uh, Ruby Soho and uh, Ortiz. Kingston tells Jericho to bring the pain maker, bring his most violent persona he can, because he's, he's going to make him pay for what he did to Ruby and Ortiz. He's going to hurt him, and he's going to enjoy it. That was in the clip. Now, why is Jericho calling... Why does, Is there something going on between Eddie Kingston and Ruby Soho? Because, like, Jericho um, was referring to her as his Ruby. They're, they're just buddies from, like, way back. Okay. Because she can do better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up was actually a very good match that you should watch. Uh, John Moxley uh, versus Takeshita with the Bulldog Choke that he, Mox wins. A very good match. All I right. Know. Well, you know, I, 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 the reason I didn't watch uh, and uh, Dynamite is because we didn't get there yet, did we? No. Okay. Um, I did like Rampage. I watched Rampage because it was Dynamite technically. Mm-hmm. It was technically Fighter Fest Night Two. So. Mm-hmm. Um. It was tech, uh, Fighter Fest Night Two. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a House of Black vignette, uh, which included footage of Brody King attacking Darby Allen at an autograph signing over the weekend. Yeah, I caught the they said they talked about it. I'm like, what? Mm. And, and they're like, yeah. And um, so uh, after on Rampage, just to skip ahead a little bit, they they were leaving. Uh, the black guys were um, because they just beaten. um whoever the fuck and yes. um darby allen comes out and he attacks brody king mm-hmm. and like um probably known as alistair black malachi over there he's looking he's just watching mm-hmm. and then sting comes out and they just stare at each other mm-hmm. but like the punches that darby allen were so bad mm-hmm. like they weren't as bad as shane but, like, <laughs> when he's, like, attacking Brody and you see his hands, it's like, you know he's throwing pillow hands. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to make it look like you're trying to hurt this man who attacked you at a fucking autograph signing in front of your fans, which are mostly little kids. And what are you teaching them? Like, where's your anger and rage for being attacked? Seriously. Um, And I know. I know Darby Allen only does two emotions. But you can add a third. Anyway, what? yeah, I know it's crazy. So, so regard regarding all of that, uh, it's it's pretty much public knowledge that after a segment, 
whoever's in whoever's in same goes to the back and Tony Khan's like Tony Khan's just like great job guys thank you thank you that was great thank you the veterans that were not involved but were watching should be pulling them aside and saying listen I know Tony said it was great but here's where it wasn't and this is what you need to do to fix it yeah where's Matt Hardy trying to ride coattails so be there for them this is on so I'm I'm calling out Sting Christian Matt Hardy, wherever the fuck Jeff is, uh, drinking rehab, actually, or or one or the other. Oh, he actually decided to go to rehab. Yeah. Or he's just home drinking. No, he he went to rehab. Oh. I um, hope it's a shitty rehab. I hope hmm. it's fucking shitty because if you would have went to the WWE one, it would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. Tully, Mark Henry, uh, freaking who am I forgetting? Paul White. Every veteran, no, oh. every veteran they have on the roster should watch every moment of TV while it's live. And after they get their pats on the back from Tony Khan, bring them aside and say, this is what you did wrong because Tony's not doing it. And they, they need that Darby. Darby's good. Darby is the future of AEW. Darby's never getting to WWE. It's not going to happen. He's not going there. So he's not going to get that kind of coaching. Unless the veterans that have been in WWE and are now in AEW say, this is what you need to do to make this more real. To make it look better. And that's it. That, 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 that's all I got to say. On that. Uh, I don't have anything else to add to that. Cool. Yes. Next segment. Christian says he doesn't know the Varsity Blondes, but there's something he doesn't like about them. But just like Jungle Boy, Pillman had a father. He says Pillman Sr. was known as a legend, but not by him. And he'd be appalled. And Brian Pillman Sr. would be appalled knowing that his final contribution to the business was Brian Pillman Jr. Christian posts uh, uh, points out a pic that of uh, that Griff Garrison posted on social media, saying, "Boy, he looks a lot like Jungle Boy there," and then sends Luchasaurus in to have their match. Of course, Luchasaurus destroys them. What's uh, with Christian and dead fathers? Because uh, they can't a, defend themselves. Maybe it's, <laughs> it seems to be his thing. Yeah. So Luchasaurus wins with the tar pit, which is what they're calling that modified snare trap. After the match, at Christian's discretion, Luchasaurus goes for more damage. Pillman tries to break it up, eats a headbutt from Luchasaurus, and Luchasaurus chokeslams Griff Garrison through Pillman through the timekeeper's table. Through Pillman? Yeah. He went through him. The Pillman didn't break. The table oh, broke. fuck. That would do it a second time because the first time the table didn't break. Uh, Listen, you make sure that fucking table breaks. Yeah, you can't just, like, leave him there. Thank God. Backstage, the three least significant members of Jericho Appreciation Society are upset about being in a shark cage next week. Uh, Menard is doing his googly eye thing, as always. Garcia says uh, Wheeler Yuta has been cosplaying as him, so he's going to take his pure title at uh, Death Before Dishonor. Great name for a pay-per-view. Yes, especially for a company called Ring of Honor. 
Uh, backstage, Hangman says he's disappointed that he didn't win a battle royal recently. I don't remember which one. Doesn't matter. The one where you get a, a shot against the champion, I think. The oh, okay. champion. Makes sense. I think that's the one Brody King won. Mm. Oh, okay. Silver and Reynolds come up and they say they want to challenge House of Black on his behalf. And Hangman's like, all right, sure. That was the match on Rampage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next up with Jake Hager in the Sharpshooter. Uh, this is Hager versus Cesaro. Uh, oh Claudio man, Brown. I can't believe I missed that ten star match. Mm-hmm. Hager calls for help and Parker Menard run out to distract the ref, but uh, Claudio won anyway with a Ricola bomb, which is a sit out jackknife power bomb. By the way. Interesting. I wonder why he went with that. Is that like his new finisher. I think it's his old finisher since he's already had a name before, like in his first match. Yeah, but he did yell Ricola, so he should. Yeah. He like Yoda, Ricola. Do something, mm-hmm. unless they can't because of advertising. Like Probably they, that's still a thing that people buy. Yeah, he should just get a sponsorship from them. As long as he doesn't have to wear the shit on his shirt like a fucking race car driver. Oh, those are obnoxious. Yeah. All over Tennessee. Could, could you imagine it would be like that movie Idiocracy? If the president had to wear the fucking, all the sponsors, all the fucking money people, like he had to wear patches from them on his fucking outfit. You know, I'd be okay with that because I feel like it would be easier to know who the fuck is buying the president. You know what? I think that they should do that. Like that should be the dress code <laughs> mm-hmm. in Washington. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have. Like, and now the State of the Union address sponsored by all Pfizer. The moral assholes. Pfizer. <laughs> Pfizer. Yeah. Like uh, and this is actually wrestling related because it's TV. But like I read I, I heard something absurd that like 80 percent of ads are pharmaceutical. I believe pharmaceutical companies. There's a fucking lot of them. There's only two countries that allow pharmaceutical companies to advertise on television. Do you want to know who the other one is? That's not us. China. Nope. Oh, Russia. Nope. Uh, You're not going to get it. It's uh, New Zealand or something. Interesting. Yeah. The only two. Hmm. Uh, Food for thought, people. So, like, yeah, I would love it if everybody, like... Ask if, your doctor about this uh, skin rash pill that might kill you. Yeah, like, Bernie Sanders would have to have a Raytheon patch on his fucking suit. Mm. His fucking military contract. <laughs> Good luck. Is. You don't know anything. That's right. You don't know anything. Uh, I know about wrestling. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll prove it. I got the next segment here. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> That's my segue. Uh, backstage, Lexi Nair asks Hook if, with his undefeated record, I'm sorry, title what's match, her name? Lexi Nair. Like the hair removal stuff? That's my guess. <laughs> Ooh, that must be what she uses. I guess so. <laughs> uh, so she asks him if, with his undefeated record, title match is in his future, and he walks off. Landing strip. <clears throat> oh. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you know what? It seems par for the course. Yep. Uh, and then the segment that I mentioned to you, um, uh, Britain Hater interrupt Thunderstorm talking to Tony, saying this place is a natural disaster without her. They talk about the destruction Thunderstorms can cause, but Britt says she knows how to counter that. She calls in Rebel, who hands her a sandbag. 
she hands it to Tony and tells him to carry her for a while. <sighs> I like that. It was subtle enough that you only know about it if you're paying attention to the dirt sheets. No. Let me fucking tell you something. All there right. We go. You. That's right. I've been holding on to this like a hot coal in my hands, expecting to burn Britt Baker. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Professional wrestling. Uh, and uh, I'm going to have to be serious for a moment. We all love it. We all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Why would you draw attention to that? And you know the people that watch this show mm-hmm. know exactly what that means. You shouldn't draw attention to things like sandbagging because that implies that your opponent is supposed to fucking help you hurt them. Mm-hmm. You stupid fucking morons. Like it happened. Leave it to the dirt sheets and you fucking move on. You don't make a joke out of it. And that's because you, you sent me the message and I have it. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm not watching this. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it won't matter to them, but it matters to me. They did not get my view because of that. Mm. It's like, listen, and we man, know Tony Khan listens. But I, I, I know specifically he's a subscriber mm-hmm. and, and, and we may not agree with each other, but I will gladly have you as a listener. So, you know, that's that that really was it. And maybe it's nothing to everybody, but it was something to me. And I just I don't know. It just. Maybe I was a little upset at the time, but it it didn't help seeing that. Mm-hmm. And and it's a little minor thing, but it's like, listen, I'm sitting here. I'm along for the ride. We're all along for the ride. And you're just exposing the business. Mm hmm. Maybe you don't think so. It's a little smart thing for all the marks. Oh, we don't care. We know it's bullshit. Whatever, man. Every episode could be someone's first episode watching. And if someone uh, saw that segment and looked up and wondered what the fuck that was about, and then they discovered, oh, people are saying that Thunder Rosa is sandbagging her opponent. She's not helping them lift her. It's like, they help them lift? What do you... What? You just ruined it. So I get it. I get what you're saying, and I don't think you're wrong. For me, and for the majority of the AEW audience, I believe the majority of their audience reads the dirt sheets. I thought it was... I thought if they were going to make the joke, it could have been done worse. It could have been done less tastefully. So I like the way they did it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Well, we'll see. But uh, like I said, you know, they owe an apology to Wardlow. They owe an apology to Christian uh, because I didn't see them. And that's her fault. I just Mm. want to say that. And whoever cleared that. Whoever was okay with that. And that's one of those things where Tony Khan has to start being a man. And less of a mark. Mm-hmm. Being like, yeah, we're not doing that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this is supposed to be real. So. Next up, Serena D beat Anna J with the Serenity Lock. After the match, she holds on to it until Mercedes runs out to break it up. Why would she do that? They're on the same team. Uh, they did fight after the match last week on Rampage. Oh. 
So I guess the honeymoon's over. Guess so. Serena Deeb, your new ROH Women's Champ. Mm-hmm. Backstage, Jade tells Tony Khan to cut the shit and that nobody's worried about Chris Tatlander and Athena. Kara Hogan asks why the interim baddie is still there, and Stokely says it's the best for the baddies. What's I'm best sure there, for baddies? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there was more to it, but that was what I got from it. Lethal says that Death Before Dishonor, he's going to take the ROH TV tile from Samoa Joe. I hope so. Like, Samoa Joe doesn't need to be that. He needs to be on my TV for Rampage on weekend on weeks where it's not screwed up, <laughs> and I'll actually see him. Now you're mm-hmm. not going to tell me shit from the show, so I watch it. <laughs> I'm still going to tell you. Yeah. Um, this is where know. I shine, bro. I shine at reading my notes. You shine like a bald man with baby oil on his head. I um, should do that. You know, like yeah. after after I shave my head, my head is like a fucking spotlight. I put moisturizer to dull the sheen. Do you pull a George Costanza? No. With, with the wife? No. No. <laughs> if I if, if I did and I said yes, <laughs> would you be like ripping your eyeballs out? No, because like I'd have to imagine it, and I don't. Okay. okay. So I could keep all my organs. Okay. Yeah. Next up, in uh, Tony is in uh, Tony Shivani is in the t- uh, trainer's room with Anna J. Ty Conti walks in. They bicker briefly, and Ty says Anna needs to make better choices for her career. So Ty is still you not mean a good like Ty Conti? Yeah, mm. yeah. But I hope this is some. I hope there's progression from this. That this segment is basically telling us Anna Jay is going to move on from the Dark Order and go back to actually having an in-ring career. I think she could still be a Dark Order and still have that. She could, but I feel like this signifies something. Some it, change about to happen. It might, or they're just going to wrestle each other. Oh, you know what I hope they don't do? What? Because as far as I know, she's still dating Jungle Boy. Oh, you mean mixed tag team? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Jungle Boy's hurt for an undisclosed amount of time. Yeah. And when he comes back, his feud's going to be with Christian Cage. Christosaurus. Well, yeah, he'll have to get through Luchasaurus. No, he'll probably, like, beat Christian Cage and, like, save Luchasaurus or something. Um, Some. And then we'll see. Like, really, all he has to do is punch him in the back of the head. Yeah. You know, you just got to you got to jump on. You got to get on his shoulders there, Jungle Boy. And you got to punch Luchasaurus right in the back of the head. That's Mm. how you handle a dinosaur. That's what Mario taught me. And that's what you should be doing. Which game was that? Super Mario World. Oh, okay. Uh, Next up was the main event, uh, which was the triple. They they call they call it triple or nothing match for the. AEW World Tag Titles. Uh, so the ref gets squashed by Hobbs after the Bucks duck something. Uh, wow. Then the Bucks also accidentally super kick him. The ref. Okay. The ref, ref's dead. Uh, Matt Jackson. I would have watched it if I knew a referee was going to die on television. Yeah, I know. 
Was it the 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 Young Bucks personal ref that does all their matches? I don't remember. So Matt Jackson hits a low blow on Swerve, then hits Keith Lee with the title. Of course, Swerve and Keith Lee win the tag titles with Swerve pinning Starks off the Swerve Stomp. So new AEW tag champs. That was all over social media. I'm surprised you didn't do that. I wonder why they did that. I don't know. Like, did they do it because they were ready? Did they do it because that's the plan? There was a they part of the young bucks are hurt. There was a part of the match where it looked like there was a little bit of mistrust between Swerve and Keith Lee, playing off of the perpetual mistrust that they've had. Um, since well, for a while now, but obviously they got past it. I wonder if that's why, um, they, they, um, they decided to like change the belts so quickly to like inflate the young bucks title reigns already. Maybe. I hope not. It's stupid. Like yeah, well, they beat the Young Bucks, which they keep trying to say is the best tag team in the world. So isn't that something? Mm-hmm. So they pinned – who they pinned? They pinned Starks. So Bucks got should have a rematch since they weren't pinned in the match. That's true. Then after that, we had Rampage, which I don't need to go over. I thought the best part of the match was – um. Gresham, the best part of the show was Gresham versus Moriarty. Oh, and Gresham fucking checked him. Yeah, just fucking. <laughs> that's the that's high school low blow, mm. man. Yeah. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ. I I was watching. I'm like, that's not that's a terrible thing to do to another human being on TV. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a heel now, so. Yeah, I guess. Straight from, straight from uh, the school of Tully. Keep him away from Tully. If they're going to stand next to each other, get him some lifts for crying out loud. He looks so <laughs> small. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I get it. Tully's an old man, but he's still a tall old man. Whatever. He's a tall old man. Yeah. Gresham's he dwarfs short. me, but I'm not the Ring of Honor champion, am I? Yeah. Let me see how tall Gresham is. He's got to be like five. Nine. Five four. Oh my god, it's worse than we thought. <clears throat> For some reason I thought he was just like regular size, but Tully was just a giant. Yeah, no. But no, he's just fucking little. He's taller than his girlfriend. I mean, it's I'm glad that he's taller than his girlfriend. Oof. It, 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 Taz is five nine? Fuck. And people thought he was small. Seriously. Like <laughs> I think that was one of the reasons he didn't really get far because Vince thought he was too small. Is that it? Uh, yeah, asterisk Rey Mysterio. Yeah, but Rey Mysterio's a luchador. Mm-hmm. You know, that's different. He's short everywhere. You know what I mean? What? Like, if... What are you talking about? <laughs> if <laughs> If Taz was, like, you know, like, thinner mm-hmm. and that height, then he could have been like a cruiserweight or something. True. So. 
you know, there's places I think Vince he loves putting people in boxes. He does. Five four. Five four, dude. Like I'm five one. For a okay. wrestler, for a wrestler, Jonathan Gresham is, is short as fuck. I know. That's crazy. I mean, you could do that. You could say that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Grace is five three. Yeah, she's five three. Or shut the fuck up. Yeah, fuck she ate her words this week. <laughs> Woo! Did we report on that last week? We didn't. I think it. I think it happened. After we recorded, and then she already, like, apologized after getting fucking blazed uh, on social media. Yeah, so basically, guys, you get the gist of it. She said some some things about a certain uh, a professional wrestler, uh, you know, that beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels before the history was changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were there. And look, honestly, I don't think it was enough. They should have made that bitch do a fucking hostage video type dis- uh, video apology mm. like they do to those other freaking celebrities that take responsibility. Her hot take was that uh, Benoit wouldn't 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 be able to hang with the wrestlers of today. Thank God for Conan, because I think it was him. Yeah. Who just set that shut that shit down. I don't know if I have ever agreed with Conan nearly as much as I did with that. Conan I, the, does not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And and he he closed his comments with if you're so, something like if you if you're going to talk shit about someone's career, have a better career than they do first. Yeah, that I think was really the kill shot. Yeah. Uh figuratively speaking. So that puts some respect on it. Next time that they come out your mouth. I never agreed. I, I don't think I ever agree with Conan, period. But that on fucking point. I mean, thank you, does, sir. He does keep it 100. Mm-hmm. Name of this podcast is Keep It 100. Oh, is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Man, oh, man. What a fucking hot take. Yeah, I'm just glad she got shut down. That was me taking a sip of water. Nice. Well, I guess that's all I got for the week. Okay. <laughs> uh, Anything great. else you wanted to touch on? Anything else from Ram- from uh, Rampage? Uh, no, just that if you want me to take Chris Jericho seriously, don't put him on fucking commentary for Rampage. Because I have a wizard. And then have him show up on freaking Monday or Wednesday, I mean, and give another serious suit promo. Hmm. And like, it's hard for me to take anything in a promo like that seriously when you are in a match called Barbed Wire Everywhere. Mm hmm. Let, 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 yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's keep adding legitimacy, folks. Some fucking barbed wire everywhere with the Jericho Appreciation Society suspended from a shark cage. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Ugh. It's gonna be bad. So here's, I actually I want it to be bad because it makes it bet for better content for us. The the, the only thing I oh. I can't, I can't even fucking say it. Tony, please don't scrimp on the supplies for hanging the shark cage. Yeah. Okay, please. 
man, that's scary. If that were to fall. Yeah, no kidding. And like it falls down on like everybody below it and like kills everyone inside of it from the impact. It would be like a cartoonish amount of blood. Mm-hmm. Like where like it's almost like you, you're at SeaWorld. Because there's also and, barbed wire everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're in the front row and you're just going to see people get just covered in blood and guts. It's like, hey, that's not today. <laughs> and then uh, just fucking Cody watching it the next mm-hmm. day. Like, God damn it. Yeah. Could you know, I, I, my, my peck would still be intact and I'd have blood all over my face right now if I was still there. Yeah, he would want to be there even if he's not in the match. He's like, but wait, well, what if I'm the special guest referee? Mm. Hmm? Oh, yeah. And Jeff Jarrett is the special guest ref for the fucking Usos versus Street Profits. I'm glad you brought this up because I was confused today because I was watching SmackDown today. I'm like, oh, my God. Hmm. The Viking Raiders are so fucking evil now. They're doing blackface. They're doing black body. Oh, but then I realized <laughs> when they started talking mm-hmm. that it, was, it wasn't it was such, them because it was it was such good makeup. It was like I'm like, what? this is next level. Black wait, wait, that wasn't the Viking Raiders. That was the new vicious Viking Raiders. No, that wasn't even the new vicious Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. It was the new Vikings. Right. The new, the new Raiders. Raid. New Raid. New Raid. And I'm going to call bullshit, first of all. I'm going to call bullshit because I get you, you can't do accents, Xavier Woods. But if you're talking about you play, you guys played through Assassin's Creed Valhalla and watched all the Thor movies, you didn't do shit for your accent. Yeah. You didn't learn anything. Like practice. I don't know what the fuck Kofi was trying for, but it ain't good. It was almost <laughs> like he was partly trying to do, you know, a Danish person. Thinking that's mm-hmm. how a Viking talks, but that's not it. You're doing it Jurgen all wrong. Yeah, like what are you fucking Swedish chef? You fuck, get <laughs> out of here. Get out of here. Make me a Swedish meatball. Oh yeah, Royal Rumble to be thrown out of and cleverly jump onto a thing and get back in the ring successfully this time. Please. God, you're tarnishing your legacy. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that again. But yeah, I'm really glad that the new vicious Viking Raiders aren't also racist. Yeah. So, <laughs> it took me a second. Mm. But it's like that segment should have been a low light. Because you got these new vicious violent Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. For the last two weeks, they beat the fuck out of these guys. And then you get to jump on them and you clown them. I was four on two. And it yes, doesn't they got matter. Jump you on don't them. put them in that position. You don't put them in the position. Why wouldn't you just keep them vicious and beating the fuck out of people longer? What are we doing? I don't disagree. Like, you want to rebuild them, but then you do this. Like, I don't... You're, uh... That's, uh... That's uh, antithetical, uh, Mm -hmm. I think, is the word I'm looking for. Sure, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So Jeff Jarrett being announced confused me for a minute. Did it? I'm like, and then, oh, they were in Nashville. Okay. That's right. That's right. 
Dang, I was hoping it would be someone like Sami Zayn. You know, I bet Sami Zayn will be ready for when Jarek gets knocked out. That's it. That's how they do it. That's how they keep the belts on them. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, obviously the regular refs are incompetent at uh, refereeing tag matches. I guess so, because, you know, Pierce, again, you know, being the great official that he is, it's like, well, uh, uh, you had your shoulder up and he had his shoulder up at the other one. I guess you're both even. Mm-hmm. Here's a special guest referee. Oh, OK. Double J. Ha-ha. Thanks, I guess. All right, fine. But yeah, that's it. That that I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that bit on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Liv Morgan had to struggle to beat Natalia, but Ronda Rousey on a bum leg can beat Natalia. It's kind of weird. And uh, Kayla pointed that out too. Like she did, and not mm-hmm. only like did she beat her with a bum leg, she fucking squashed her. Mm-hmm. With a bum leg. And yep. it's like, wait, what? But Liv's like, you know, I've always been an underdog and I'll always be an underdog, so I'm going to win. Yeah. Oh, so we're adding another trope onto her. Not only was it always her dream, but now she's an underdog in the dream. Oh, she's always been the underdog. Always. Mm-hmm. Always been the underdog? Yep. Always been the underdog. Yes. Forever. Yes. Really? Yes. When is I, she not? Uh, I don't know. You have to ask Bo Dallas. One of my business. Wouldn't he know? Why? Why wouldn't he know? Um, he believes. You know, you, you gotta believe. Mm. He would know. I guess. If you believe, you're never an underdog. Hmm. That's true. I believe. In what? You I believe? You know, no. You, fuck you. You believe in nothing. I believe you in this believe podcast. You believe in nothing? All right, fine. But you don't believe in Christmas. You don't believe in Jesus. You don't believe in yourself. I believe in myself. I exist. Here I am. Rockin'. What if somebody told you that you denied the existence of Rich Derizas? How confused would you be? Uh, and then I, another one of you walks in the room. I'd probably call you and tell you to find Rick. No, but that's a serious question, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm being very serious. Fuck mm-hmm. cartoons. You're just sitting around. You're minding your bold business. The doorbell rings. There's I'm already some, annoyed. Mm-hmm. The, the doorbell rings and you have to go answer the door hate it first just confusion who <laughs> could it be i didn't order any food the boy's not here he didn't leave his keys because he's not around the wife's working she's definitely not around you go to answer the door and it's there's a van outside and there's a man with the van and he opens the door and you're in the van. It's you're in the van. An exact you in the van, Rich. No, I go back inside. And then uh, I'm done. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, it's time to come back. We got to do replenishment now. Nope. And it turns out you're just from a Riz factory. 
you're a risk factory defect and they just have to go swap in. Nah. That would be fucking nuts. That would like, be nuts. The yeah. only way that would be crazier is if, like, you come outside, everything's going normal, and then when the van opens, everything's on pause except for you, the person, and the copy. What if somebody could just stop the world? Like, we don't even know when it happens because we don't notice when time stops. Mm-hmm. And then people get replaced. They just get swapped out. They just get switched. You don't even know. You, the listener, right now, you could be surrounded by friends and family. But look to the left of you. Then look to the right of you. Don't draw any attention to yourself. This is in the headphones. They can't hear me. (laughs) They can't hear me, but you can. I need you to look at the person on the left of you. I need you to ask them a question that only you would know the answer, that only they would know the answer to. And when they answer correctly, know that they're full of shit because they're a replicant. And you need to take them out to their preferred dining destination and then have a good time (laughs) and have a good time because everything's fine. There's no such thing as pod people. You move on with your life and you're thinking about the word pod and then cast. And that's when you look to the person to the right of you. You say, let me tell you about the basement Boomers podcast. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And that's right. All right. So with that being said, you can email the Basement Bookers, basementbookers at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, Basement Bookers. We are, of course, on Twitter at Basement Bookers, at Basement Jair, at Rich the Riz. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on Facebook or Citra, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And just got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. Unless you're a pod person. you so make it count. And do what the pod says. Follow the bookers. Jimmy, call your pod at the end. Yeah, dude, it wasn't exactly subtle. Good. 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 Good.